Good morning and welcome to another exciting episode of 48 Shades of Football. It's going to be a quick one, right? Uh, yeah, we should probably say it's probably not going to be exciting either. It is, it is early morning. For Although, some of us, yes. 30 minutes later than planned. <laughs> yes, apologies all round, Paul, for uh, not making it in for the ungodly hour of 8am, instead of making it in for 8.22. I wouldn't mind, but you, when I asked you last night if you are going to make it, you abused me and said that you would. Uh, I generally abuse you by on Twitter anyway. Well, actually on text, right? So, yeah. so Paul, what's the idea of the intro music? It's rather sombre intro music today. It's your favourite show, right? The Walking Dead. Ah, okay, I thought it was because, like, Kim Hack Bum is on his last legs. <laughs> no, I mean, generally when we've done these podcasts in the morning, they haven't gone so well, have they? <laughs> Usually not. Although nothing can be any worse than the two of us standing in a car park outside Seoul Station <laughs> being propositioned by an Ajishi. <laughs> so probably this one might go a little bit smoother, yeah? Anyway, due to our late start, we've got to wrap this up quickly, so should we uh, move so, on to the... So we're, we're banterless? Banterless. Okay, I'll just. How about we just do banter and no football? Uh, well, we could do some banter about last Wednesday's football. So, moving on, uh, what's the agenda for today? We're going to spend about half an hour talking over last week's Soul Song Nam game <laughs> and then 30 seconds covering everything else that's not happened mm, this week. Nothing happened last week, I don't remember it. <laughs> it's wiped, wiped from my memory. Shall I refer back to the, your. Uh, Cacao talk messages and tweets then? Uh, which were something along the lines of I hope all the Diablos, no, 99% of the Diablos crash over a bridge or something. <laughs> What's that effect, right? Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I really meant Kim Hack Bum, not, not, not the Diablos to be honest. So shall we dissect that game first or do you want to. There's not really much to say, is there? I mean, both teams were poor. Both teams were really poor actually. But somehow Sol won 2 0. 2-1. Two, 2-1. One. Two, one. I don't think it's somehow. I mean, I think I think it was really obvious. Like, uh, it was really strange because, it, like, Sovino had scored the opening goal. Pretty great goal, actually, to, to be honest. Yeah. Uh, I didn't think Songnam were on top at all, but they were still 1-0 up at half-time. Um, I think Sol had lots of possession, but without really being threatening. Yeah, I think you're... Text at half time was Patrick Young and Wang Yidro are the two worst strikers in the in the K League. Yeah. We could probably have extended that to the world, but anyway. Uh, and I think everyone knew that the next the next throw of the dice yeah. had to be bringing on Adriano, who was on the bench. Uh, and I guess Kim Hackbum knew that Wang would bring Adriano on. Yeah. So he went with six at the back, which was wrong. He took off Sovino, who, in fairness, was completely dead in his feet. But still, I thought he could have put an extra man in midfield. And for me, if you're going to defend a 45-minute lead, you defend it midway up the pitch. You don't defend it on your 18-yard box. Particularly not when you have Patrick Young, Dehan and Adriano. Like, and you do look. Whatever. But, do you know what I mean? Like... When you have those three, I mean, they're not great, but, well, but do you know what I mean? Like, for the K-League, like, they're three of the top players, right? And you have the three of them bearing down on, on, on your defence. You don't defend at the 18-yard line. You defend, like, halfway up the pitch. And Kim Hack Bum completely blew it. It should be noted, 
by the way, the the, the last six Songnam Seoul games, Songnam have led at half time in all six and have only won two. So there you go. There's a stat for you, Miroslav. Not that you listen anymore. <laughs> but anyway. But um yeah, the second half Seoul really came at Songnam, right? Chance after chance. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean they, there's no denying the fact that the the, the I don't want to say the best team won, but the attacking team won. Yeah. And the team that deserved to win won. As much as that pains me to say that. Uh, but yeah, the, the the only team that attacked in the second half deserved to win and, and they won and that's it. It took them a while to get the equaliser. Fifteen minutes? It was, uh, it was later than that, wasn't it? Twenty minutes? That was about fifteen minutes before the end. Was it? No. I think that's when they went two one up. I'm not really sure of the time, to be honest. I, I kind of generally measure these things. First half, I measure them by minutes. Yeah. Second half, I measure them by beers. So, Dehan scored the equaliser, about two and a half cans of Mary down in. They'd had, yeah, they'd had plenty of half chances before that that they'd yeah. overcooked or wasted. And the thing is, it, 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 it was on the cards. I mean, it, it, it was coming. I mean, it was, it was going to happen. And Hackbomb just stood there in his little short-sleeved blue shirt doing nothing and I think that was what was annoying the majority of the Songnam fans yeah. was that he he knew it was coming everyone knew it was coming but he did nothing at all to stop it and um, that was the problem but that one as well it's like uh, Unilov broke down the left and he thought he'd taken it too far he went right down to the byline before cutting it back and Tian sort of nipped it in yeah and then the second one everyone on the pitch in a black shirt, thought it was offside, even though everyone in the stands knew it wasn't. Yeah. Uh, there's no way Deham was offside for the second goal. I don't know why. I think maybe. I mean, it's quite interesting that Songnam this year, like uh, Yoon Yoon Young Sun, has went to the army. I know that you you have lost Kim Yungi. Kim Seho, uh, Shin Shinjino and Shinjino Youngi. Uh, but I think. What I mean, even again at the game last night, that you can really see that, that as young as Yoon is, he he marshals the defence. I mean, he's just a kid; he's only like twenty-one or something. Like that. But he he completely marshals that defence, and I do feel that if he had been playing against Seoul, we probably wouldn't have lost that second goal. Um, but he's not even playing for Sanju yet; he's still doing his drill training, I think. Basic training. Yeah. Uh, Dan scored in the 73rd and 80th minute. I'm surprised it was as late as 73rd. I actually thought it was a lot earlier than that. I thought it was like 71. <laughs> I thought it was around the 60th, to be honest. I didn't think it was as late as that. So I guess Hackbum thought it was working then, right? Because he had managed to go, what, 20 minutes? Uh, but it wasn't so much that his strategy was working, but Sol just yeah. ineffective shooting. Like, they kept teeing up crosses for Pak Jong and he kept heading them yeah, high, yeah. wide, anywhere but on target. Yeah. I mean, but the thing is, like, I said this last night as well to the Phantom Twitter, I think when you have a keeper that's so dodgy as Yu Hyun, yeah. I mean, not that he's a bad keeper, but he's been dodgy all season. Yeah. Like, I'm, I'm sure he'll grow into being an amazing SSO goalkeeper, but he's been dodgy all season so far. Um, and when you have that, to, to to not test them at all, 
in the second half. It's just really unacceptable, to be perfectly honest. I mean, um, so yes, so won, but I'm going to say so wouldn't have won if there'd been say any. Won. I'm going to say football won. <laughs> I'm going to say so wouldn't have won if there'd been any other manager in that dugout. Uh, he's way too negative, and for the first time, Songnam fans are, are asking for, for his head. After two years of lauding him as a hero, Songnam fans are now asking, are now kind of beginning to ask questions of him, and beginning to like, demand maybe that he that he steps down. Okay. Which I guess is being probably that's growing more, more. Um, I don't know quite the expression, but it's probably grown more momentum now that Shinta Young's doing so well with the with the uh, under twenty three team. Shh, it's a spoiler. It's a spoiler. Yeah. That was a link. We're not going to talk about the other match last week, last midweek. No, John Wick won. Let's move on. Well, except they didn't. Okay, did they draw? <laughs> yeah. Okay. <laughs> Let's talk about them. They took the lead in the ninetieth minute. Oh yeah, so they did right because I was <laughs> drunk, so <laughs> I didn't see the last text. Just lead on Gook. Okay. And then Mr. Mendy popped up in the 95th minute with the equaliser. Ah, really? Okay. Okay, I was not asked to win that for a week. So, Sol clawed back two points on Chongbuk. But it makes the the gap at the top of the table 255 points? Yeah. <laughs> it's back on now. The it's back on. Challenge is back on. <laughs> it's only back on until, until John Book humpies down in, down in John Jude, you know what I mean? Yeah. So it's only back on until you draw the super match on Saturday. Yeah, we'll see. Uh, that's that was last midweek. No games at the weekend. Presumably something to do with the Olympics, or I don't know. Yeah, I'm not really sure because the challenge wasn't playing either. So um, I'm not really sure why there's no games. Maybe this weekend is like that. Maybe it's like what dog eating day or whatever it is, like second hottest day of the year or whatever they call it. Yeah. I'm sure you know the Korean word for it, Paul. Chunbo. Thank you. Which it wasn't. Which it wasn't? Okay. <laughs> so, in that case, I have no idea why there was no games played. Although, in saying that, like, they have, we've never had 10 days of tropical heat in the evening, um, which might explain why Paul has shaved his hair so, so, so short these days. Looks good, right? Might explain why Paul has shaved his hair so short these days. Looks young, right? <laughs> Might explain my power shit is here so short these days. Looks like I've just got out of prison, right? I'm, I'm allowing you to actually edit this podcast, Paul, <laughs> by saying that, that, that line three times, yeah. Oh, by the way, happy birthday, Stevie. Big Stevie. Big Stevie. Was his birthday the weekend, or Monday, or some day, I don't know. Awesome. In the last seven days, it's been his birthday anyway. You can use that 36,001 euros to buy yourself a cake. Yeah. Or a life. You know he's no, he's moved away from Glasgow because he knows you're coming back in a couple of weeks. Yeah, yeah, yeah. To, to avoid. <laughs> the thing is, like, so he's apparently shelved uh, 35 kilos, or maybe he's 350. I'm not quite sure what number it is. Did, uh, did we bet him a thousand one per kilo he could drop? <laughs> <laughs> oh, no comment. Fair play, Stevie. Happy birthday. Glad you're thin and uh, enjoy England. That's all I've got to say. What, what he doesn't realise is he's, he's moved away from Glasgow to escape you, but I used to live in and around Chipnam for about 10 years, so... He's so you've been going back there? So I, I know some boys that can... Get that 36,000 one of them? Yeah. 
I actually can't believe he left Korea for 36,001. I mean, seriously, do you know what I mean? That's really bad, right? That must be, we must be due to renew our, our membership soon, our subscription. Well, we must be due to click the button if we're going to click it, yeah. Yeah. Seems Stevie, it's still on Stevie's credit card, right? <laughs> Twitterers, should we continue this podcast? <laughs> Today or forever? Forever. <laughs> Don't, not, not, please, please keep your viewpoints until the next good one. If we get more than a thousand likes, we'll keep doing it. Otherwise, we'll, we'll give up, shall we? We'll give up, yeah. We'll give up. Just like all the other podcasts and real uh, Twitter accounts. <laughs> Should we make a, a podcast official account <laughs> as opposed to the... <laughs> the real Fort Aces of Football podcast. The only place on the world where you can find information about the K-League in English that's wrong. <laughs> we have had one or two uh, scoops over the over the past 18 months. That's just talking about Bolsa Soju again though, right? But anyway, that was a good link into the Olympics there. It was until you ruined it. <laughs> so yeah, so yeah, Korea team doing well. No idea what the Mexico score was. I've just woke up, so they won one nil. So to Who's that? Mexico. Uh, Fair play, Mexico. Korea. Oh, Korea. So they topped the group. Uh, who scored? Don't tell me. It wasn't Son, was it? Uh, no, it was your favourite Suwon player. Ah, oh, Kwon Chai Hoon. Yep. Ah, oh, sweet. Fair play. He's done nothing else in the in, in, in Olympics so far. Did he not score? Yeah, probably two against Fiji. D- to be honest, I scored two against Fiji. <laughs> but then again, that was a really good vacation. So, they've played their three group games now. Do you want to take us through them? Did you have you watched any of them? I have indeed. I've, I've watched. I've watched the first two. You you got up at four o'clock to watch the Korea Germany game, or you watched a replay? Uh, I watched the replay. Okay. On SBS Sports, um, the Korea Germany game finished three. Well, okay. So, so, the, so the first one was Korea Fiji, yep. which was looking pretty grim at one point. It was one and a half time, I believe. Yep. And then Korea scored. Although they had missed a penalty. Yeah. Uh, Korea scored four goals in two minutes, which I think is actually physically impossible. But anyway, uh, and they ended up winning 8 0. Yep. Um, goals by Son, Suk, Kwon, uh, I think even Kim Dong Jun, the goalkeeper, ran up and put a header in as well at one point. Uh, I mean, I think the, the, the Fiji keeper looked completely and utterly bewildered by, by what was happening in front of him. I'm not sure he actually is a goalkeeper. I think he might have been in the bobsleigh team like the previous year. Um, but yeah, eight now probably not unexpected. Uh, but it's still surprising that a Korean team actually trotted out eight goals. To be honest, uh, what, what did you think of Fiji overall? Because obviously, kind of shock qualifiers over New Zealand. Um, I thought they were poor, but I, I mean, it's Olympics, right? So it's really tough to judge. I mean, I think it's really tough to actually judge how good a team is. In, in the Olympics because some teams can make really good use of the wild card. You know, like for example Korea have a thirty five million pound player playing for them. I mean that's kind of like And Brazil have Neymar, right? Yeah, so that's kinda of like abusing the rules to be perfectly honest, you know what I mean? Uh, whereas Fiji probably just have a bunch of like amateur like um I don't know Pepsi sellers on the beach. Well, I, I, I don't know what they're doing I, 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 I would imagine that's pretty much true because I also watched most of Fiji versus Mexico. So in that one, Fiji took a shock lead after about 15, 20 minutes. Mm. And they held that lead 
until about half time and they I think they conceded five goals in the second half. So clearly I'm assuming that the majority of them are not anywhere near professional players. So Yeah, and not much for either. So yeah, so they, they basically they can't last ninety minutes and as as the game goes on they just get tired. Yeah. And goals go past them. Yeah. So they they had their third game against Germany today. Slightly different. Germany put in like six goals in the first half, yeah, and another four in the second half for a ten-nil win. Ten-nil win. I mean that Germany team. Maybe I'm just bad at reading names on the back of shirts, but I don't think that Germany team has too many. It doesn't have any superstars, does it? Really? I thought you were going to say Germans. <laughs> I thought there's any Germans either, but uh, but yeah. Um, so the second game that Korea played was against Germany. Uh, Good link in there, Paul. Um, which finished three each. Um, but to be perfectly honest, I think Korea should probably be deducted one of those goals for just being complete and utter twats. Um, Korea took a 3 2 lead in the 85th minute. Yeah. Um, Was it deserved at that point? I haven't watched any of this game, so. I mean, <laughs> it was deserved in the context that they weren't poor. Yeah. They, they weren't any worse than Germany, so they weren't shoes the better. But yeah, I think they probably you wouldn't have you you wouldn't have grumbled if, if any team had won that game. Mm. To be perfectly honest, they, I think both teams kind of were were attacking. Um, it was great work down the right wing by I don't even know who it was. E E E G Ho E J S I'm not quite sure. But uh, the goal was pretty sweet. It was uh, Suk with his tattoos that, that, that turned the ball in. His yeah. tattoos didn't score. He, he scored. He just has tattoos. He got a tattoo of a kicking leg, which. <laughs> yes, yeah, which he just like throws his arm at it and, and referees are befuddled every time. Um, but then what happened was Korea obviously thought they had the game won. Yeah. So actually, they had another shot on goal. Yeah. Like. At three two, which Suk fell over and burst out laughing, which for me means he should be dropped and never played again. Because yeah. like it was an absolute sitter, like but he just laughed and the commentators laughed and everyone was like hee 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 doggy blah 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 blah, and then Germany ran up the pitch, got a free kick, and what was funny was um, I'm not quite sure what the Korean player was playing at. He seemed to be saying to the referee, "I don't speak English." Yeah. So I'm going to stand right in front of the, the free kick taker. Yeah. I'm just going to stand here, I'm just going to stand here, I'm going to stand here. And the referee kept kind of like gesticulating at him to come back in, into the wall. As he walked back into the wall, the guy took the free kick, it smacked off his shoulder and went past the Kim Dong Jun and goals. And it was three each. So kind of just rewards for the guy being an arsehole, basically. Um, the guy who scored the goal... Um, the free kick, the guys for the free kick, I'm not sure who, who, who it was or who he plays for, but he looked pretty good uh, at points in the game. As I said, I mean, probably I think Korea is the team that's taken it the most serious because of the of military service. Yeah. So I think to have Suk and Son in your team, they really should run out and win this tournament, to be perfectly honest. They should get a medal at least. So they've topped the group. I'm not quite sure where they'll play because I'm not sure what the matchup is. Presumably, if they're in Group C, they'll probably play Group A, right? Normally probably yeah, AC, yeah. AC, which would be BD. That's at the moment second in Group A is Brazil. Okay, so maybe they won't get a medal then. 
Um, we should stop speculating, but we should stop speculating. But things we don't know. But, but that's the whole podcast, though. I thought it was the premise of the podcast. In three million, mm. three million dollars apparently, and the confirmation. Anyway, um, talk about speculating. Um, I, I think they've done. I mean, I don't think they've done anything more than you would have expected them to do. Yeah. But um, I do like Shinta Young as a coach, and I do hope that he comes back to Songnam soon. But um, yeah, I think they've, I think they've done well, but they probably haven't exceeded expectations. To be honest. In other groups, in Group D, which was one AM kickoffs, I think Portugal topped it, and Honduras pipped Argentina to second spot. Oh so wow! Argentina are out. That's big. In Group B, didn't Argentina have a big player in their squad as well? I don't know. In Group B, which is going on at the moment. Where's in the 90th minute? Japan are beating Sweden, but it's not going to be enough because Colombia are beating Nigeria, so they're going to finish second. Nigeria will be first, Colombia will be second, Japan going out with Sweden. Japan are out? Wow. That's a, so there'll be no John. And the other games kicking off at 10 o'clock Denmark, Brazil, South Africa, Iraq. Brazil also in danger of going out if they don't win that. Yeah, because that, cause they lost to Iraq, right? Uh, they. Yeah. Drew twice. Okay, so draws so drew with Iraq? Yeah, drew with Iraq, drew with South Africa. I'm unsure, and I don't want to speculate, but I think Iraq have like half their national team playing for the, the Olympic squad as well. Okay. Right, last night's games? There were. You went to one? I did. You stayed sober and watched it and took meticulous notes? I did indeed. And then got smashed in my face afterwards. Yeah, no, um, yeah. Last night's game, uh, Songnam v Jonam, third game of the season. Um, the last time we played them was actually at Tanchon and it was nothing each draw. I took my girlfriend to the game and I think her words were, I'm never coming back here again. Um, so that was a, that worked. Um, so last night, uh, first half, first 44 minutes were horrendous. Really, it was really hot last night as well. Mm. I mean, it wasn't as hot as it has been, but it was still like 26 degrees at, you know, like 8 p.m. It was really hot, uh, and it really looked as if the players were tiring, even though they've been doing a, a whole lot. Uh, but on the 45th minute, uh, the ball broke to Wangy Joe uh, in the box, and he typically Wangy Wangy Joish, he turned and put it under the goalkeeper's legs. Uh, so it went in one 0 at half time. Yeah. Probably not justified, to be honest. Jonam probably deserved to be ahead. Definitely didn't deserve to be behind. Um, but you can see that Jonam are really struggling without Orsic in their team, you know, like for that crazy selling of him during like, the close season. Mm. Uh, you can, yeah, during the transfer window, sorry. You can see that they, 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 that they really need someone like that up front. Um, I think last night they started with Maldinho up front, um, who didn't really look that good. Um, into the second half, and uh, I was surprised to see Sovino come out for the second half, because yeah. he, he looked dead in his feet again, like he did against Seoul last week. Uh, but second half, Songnam were definitely a lot brighter, a lot better. Jonam were really struggled, and the ball broke to Sovino. Actually, Peter had a couple of chances to shoot, didn't shoot, passed it to Sovino about 20 yards out. And he curled up. He curled up past the keeper. 
That's now two goals in two games for the big man or the wee man. Depends so, like what you view him. Thiago, all but forgotten now. Uh, yeah, although we can't quite shoehorn Sovino into the Thiago song, so we're still singing the Thiago song. When Sovino scores, it's quite kind of embarrassing. <laughs> but 2 0, Songnam, deserved. First home win in a while. First home win in seven games. Also, first home win before I go home for three weeks. Shit, they are. Uh, but yeah, deserved win. I think John and were poor, Son and were just slightly better. Uh, and I think with the scores going the way that they were going in other games, it was a huge, a huge victory. So, talking about the games, we'll just go through some quickly. Kwangju got one all draw. You would with almost Incheon. think that we planned this podcast. <laughs> Kwangju got one all draw with Incheon. Did they finish one each? Yeah. It was one each at half time, right? It was one each after 10 minutes. Yeah. Incheon took the lead. Chongju got the equaliser to strengthen his claim for Golden Boot. Uh, Suwon Blue Wings drew 0 0 with Ulsan. Of course they did. Cheju beat Puang 3 0. Must have been a late goal in that. Yeah, I saw it was 2 0, and then that's when I. Yeah, 90th minute oh, third. Yeah. Uh, Who scored the goal? Did uh, Igano score? Huang Jisu, Kwon Han Jin, Kwak He Song. Okay. So, Igan Ho coming back from the Middle East to Jeju hasn't really worked, right? Uh, yeah, he's been quite quiet. He's been pretty poor, right? Don't even think he played against Seoul last time. Didn't notice him. Uh-huh. Uh, I actually watched two games last night, or sort of. They were both one on the computer, one on the TV. The one on the TV was obviously Chonbuk, I guess. Yeah, Chonbuk versus Suwon City. Did that finish two one or did it finish two each? Two one. Okay. Um, I actually missed the opener because I got home from work about fifteen minutes into the game and they scored after ten. Uh, so I can't really comment on that, but they went went, went in one nil at half time. Uh, that Suwon's one only one striker got the equaliser after seventy minutes. Mm-hmm. Well taken goal. Either side of that, Suwon had some really good chances, but I guess that's the difference between having a, a star squad like Chumbuk. Yeah, yeah. And E Dongguk, who have have much might criticise him, he does tend to take his chances in the six yard box, whereas the Suwon guy kept doing very weak kicks. Though. Yeah. And then 82 minutes, Che Choi-soon popped up, took a weakish shot, but it took a deflection off that Suwon striker, Kim Byung-ho, and spun past the keeper for 2-1. And all the retarded watermelon farmers were going crazy. Did they... Watermelon farmers. Did did Kim Byung-ho start or did he come on? He... Kim Byung-ho? Yeah, the guy who scored the goal. He started. Okay. Because I know that the super manager was bringing him on quite a lot recently. Or at the beginning of the season, sorry. Because he scored against Songnam. And then he scored he scored the first couple of games. And okay. Br- Bruce started as well. Played an hour. Bruce started? Yeah. Did he? According to Soccerway, yes. Okay. I don't know, whatever. What's okay. So Matty Benz has been fired and will not be brought on to the podcast. Because his lineup. Oh, no, sorry, Bruce sorry. He came on after an hour, my bad. It Leah started, right? Leah Leah started, yeah. Don't have that information to hand, but yeah, I think uh, so. Because he, he got one of the two white guys got elbowed in the throat by the Wookiee. Yeah, it must have been Leah. Um what but what was quite interesting was before the game, uh, Eric Partler, God bless him, tweeted it would be really great to line up against Bruce. Bruce Dujet and Adrian Lair 
they're great guys. Sorry, I can't. Um, so, Partalou is, is still, for whatever reason, being phased, completely ignored and phased out by, uh, by, by Che, um, which kind of means that there's no way Che signed him. He was obviously signed by somebody else. Probably just to be a direct Aussie replacement for Wilkinson, yeah. And then last game was Seoul away at Sangju. It was indeed. Seoul got revenge. Yep. Uh, Dayan scored after 15 minutes. Nicely taken goal. Set up by Adriano. And then second half, Dayan set Unilock up. He went to the byline, chipped in across, and Pak Jiong headed it in. No chance, no way. Although it was one of those headers that he headed it into the ground of and it passed stop. So. Park Chi Young scores a header is like the equivalent of I don't know. It's pretty, pretty, pretty unlikely. There'll be an ex-fight about that. At which time Sangju woke up and started pressurising Seoul. Yeah. Had a few half chances, but it took them to the 90th minute to score. At which point I snidely tweeted, "I noticed they don't all gather around the centre, so around the halfway line, and do a group salute like they did when they scored in the 90th minute against us." for a winning goal. Yes, I did notice that to which point I said, Paul was so petty. <laughs> um, yeah, and that's where it finished, 2-1. Okay. Uh, and finished 2-1 and Nicole Chung was very happy. I think there was like four quick tweets in, in, in succession. Do you really love her positivity? I actually really do love her positivity. I don't agree with everything she tweets, but yeah. I, I admire her, her uh, passion. Uh, I admire her passion. Slightly displaced for Uno Rock, but I still admire her passion. Uh, Uno Rock's been improving. Like I, I didn't really notice him this. Couldn't have got any worse this time, but uh, he uh, last time out against Songnam, he he did actually have a pretty good game. Uh, yeah, last time against Songnam, like the ball boy could, could have scored three goals. <laughs> I mean, it's like let's not let's not base how good someone is on on, on last week's game. Yeah. The other thing, like. I don't know how you felt about this, but you remember the last what time added on against Songnam and Seoul got a succession of corners, where Unilock would take a short corner to Pak Jiong, Pak Jiong would boot against the Songnam defender, so it would go straight out again. Yeah. What did you think about that? Did, did that annoy you? Uh, at that point, him, I'd given up. I thought it was. It's the kind of thing. If I was the opposition fan, I'd be really annoyed. Yeah. But it, it was smart play from Pak Jiong, I guess, to do that. But he did it three or four times. Yeah. I mean, the thing is, like, Patrick Young does have a football brain, he just doesn't use it very often. Um, but he is, I guess he is a proper footballer. I think now it sounds or looks as if Dehan is like coming onto form. It's taken him a long time, I mean, like more than half the season. Yeah. But maybe he, he, he's eventually finding his feet again at so. So if Adriano does go to the Middle East, you'd think that Dehan might be able to step into his boots. Yeah. Um, but. Rumours are Adriano's not long for this world. Well, he's long for the world, just not long for the Korean league, right? He's not going to go to the Middle East and die. Although, to be perfectly honest, it's good to happen. Is he, uh, have you seen which club he's rumoured to be going to? Is he going to Al Wahid to replace Thiago? Uh, I, I heard it was Qatar, but I'm unsure if that's, if that's true or not. Um, I did hear he's going like, before, because I think the Middle Eastern window is still open. I Must can't be. be right, right? But it's still open until next week or something. But I've seen, see, I also <laughs> see reports. This really annoys me, the fact that you have like 
I get the fact, you know, I mean, I don't, I get the fact that the Asian window and the European window can be the same times. Yeah. That makes sense. But the Asian window is the Asian window, right? I mean, like you're, you're all playing in, the, in, the, in, in ACL. If you can have an ACL, you should have a registered, regimented transfer window. But it's not the same within Europe either, there's like differences. Yeah, but not two weeks of a difference. In Europe, it's like a day. I mean, like, I think, you know, England shuts on a Sunday, Scotland's open until a Monday, or whatever, but it, it's not really like a week does, or two weeks. Is there not quite a big difference between sort of Western Europe and Russia? Oh, is it? And also there are certain, I think, leagues like maybe Finland that play... They play football? Do they, do they, is it not in Finland they play the same kind of league schedule as uh, as we do in Korea? So they play oh, okay, March yeah. through to November. Okay, in which case their transfer will be different. So I don't, okay. I don't know for sure, but my impression. Okay, so I'm talking rubbish. So come next week's podcast, we may be talking about Adriano's transfer. Otherwise, close season. Otherwise, just another a rumor. But Son have apparently lined up some Romanian guys to replace him. Oh really? Yeah. Although how that's going to work since the Korean transfer window no, no, yeah. But. I mean, you you would think if, if Adriano went in this window, that would be a real problem for Seoul. You would you would you would see Seoul. I think you would see Seoul maybe fall down a couple of places in the table. I think. But right now, second place is cemented. Yeah, but like because that bad run that Seoul went on recently, and we're talking about how the hell are they managing to hold on to second place? And now suddenly they're six points clear. Yeah. <laughs> it's weird. Yeah. Right. Should we do the uh, challenge games real quick? Do we have to? Uh, we don't have to, but... Okay. Did Eland win? They did. They beat Puchon away 2-0. Which means that they closed the gap to two points. Okay. I think that was an important game for Eland to win if they'd lost that. It was all over. Yeah. Uh Gu scored twice. Oh, yeah. I, did, I saw that. I should believe Nicole Chong texted that. Uh, in other games, at top of the table, Ansan drew to all, uh, conceding a last-minute equaliser. That allowed Kangon to close the gap, or at least it would have done if they won, but they lost to Pusan at home. So what's the gap at the top? Seven points? Uh, ten points now. Ten points now. Kangon with a game in hand. Uh, Tegu also lost. Kyongnam 2-1 so even though Ansan only got a point they still increased their lead because second and third and fourth all lost all lost and then the other game Taejong beat Chungju ok so basically Ilan could still sneak a playoff I think they probably will to be honest they're only two points behind now although Puchon do have a game in hand they've been doing pretty badly they're only four points off Tego in third oh, so, yeah, so. Smart money would be on Eland. If they if they get a playoff spot, do you think they'll they'll make it this year? Uh, um, I don't know. Eland have been. I mean, they've improved slightly since Martin Rooney left, but they're still inconsistent, aren't they? I would say so, yeah. But then so are Puchon, and then if you look. Eland are only a point clear of Tejon and Anyang, who have both been doing pretty well recently. Yeah. And Kyongnam are starting to overcome that 10 point deduction. They're only 5 points off Eland as well. So. And looking at the, the classic table, you'd be saying the playoffs, playoff game would be against Incheon, probably, right? Uh, 
Yeah. You probably you'd be you're gonna imagine insurance will probably more likely if any second bottom than John Am, to be honest, right? Or Blue Wings. Blue Wings are not gonna find any second bottom. As poor as they are, they're still gonna be the their squad is big enough and strong enough to get them out of the playoff. So okay. I think you're looking at probably Inchon. That's true. But the only the only thing I would say is that assuming we end up with roughly the bottom six we got at the moment, Inchon and Chon then both have experience of putting on a lace spurt to get away yeah, from yeah, the Yeah, I would agree, yeah. Whereas Suwon are not used to being in a relegation battle, are they? Yeah, I mean I, I would uh, I would agree with that. But I just I just feel that Suwon are probably got a, a big enough and a good enough squad to not be in the playoff. So you're looking at Eland, if they get to the playoffs, probably playing, and I, and I do think it'll be Inchon this year. And, uh, and I can't see them beating Inchon. If if it was the Blue Wings in the playoff, you'd go along and support whoever they were play, playing against? Of course, yes. <laughs> yes, of course. I would go and buy a shirt on that day. Right. It's now past nine o'clock. We should both be sitting at our desks doing so some So do you work. have to sprint to your office? Are there any hurdles on the way there? I thought you were going to give me a taxi fee. Is it, is it, is it, is it a long jump for you to get there? That, see, the first two made sense. <laughs> uh, I might throw a javelin at you before. <laughs> You've got a new intern starting? The old one wasn't working directly for me. <laughs> we just control the internal program. Okay, I understand. But he's looking for work, and he does speak English. Okay, yeah, we're looking. We're we're always looking for uh, photographic uh, entrepreneurs. He does have a photographic memory. <laughs> he does, yes. I believe his photographic memories as well. But anyway, yeah. So I guess uh, with, with all those hurdles and sprints and javelin uh, little quips, I'm assuming the outro music is something. Uh, Commonwealth game re- related? Yep, it is. <laughs> okay. Are we not going to do previews first? Previews of what? This weekend's game. I won't be here. What? <laughs> okay. Yeah, previews, really? Uh, Super match? One each? Probably. Uh, Songnammer and Sangju? Uh, Nothing each? Okay. Um, Cheju Kwangju? Jeju Kwangju. One nil Jeju. Puang Chongbuk. Ten nil to Puang. Three one Chongbuk. Suwon City Ulsan. That's on Sunday, right? Yep. I might go to that. Uh, two each. And Chon Nam Incheon. Who's the Blue Wings playing? Chon Nam Incheon. Where the Blue Wings play. Oh, they're super much, right? John, I mentioned. After watching John last night, nothing he draw. And final preview. Who who did Negan kill? Negan killed. In the book, he killed Glenn. Yeah. Uh, in the TV show, because The Walking Dead is so popular in Korea, he probably killed someone called Sean. Shaun of the Dead. Shaun of the Dead. Uh, the the, the, the rumour is that Negan did in actual fact kill Glenn and uh, Abraham, but we'll see. It's back soon, right? Two weeks? Uh, I don't know. We can no longer podcast on a Monday evening. I think we don't anyway, but anyway. Okay, so... Uh, also some games in the class in, in the challenge. There are indeed. If you want previews of that... Uh, go somewhere else. Go somewhere else. Um... Yeah, basically a big match for Eland if they're playing. 
uh, have to win, keep winning. Away at Anyang. We, oh yeah, they're away at Anyang, yeah, yeah, I was thinking we'd be going to that as well. Um, so I can't go to both, but yeah, fair play, Elan keep winning, hopefully they can do it. Dan Harris is a good boy, if, you, if, you're, if you're listening Dan, fair play. If you're not, why? <laughs> and it's the big kick-off big kick in England this week, so any or any interest that was being held in the K-League will disappear Yep. in favour of Mourinho at Man United, etc, etc. Mourinho, Pogba and Zlatan, all in one team, yeah? Three twats, that's all I've got to say. Um, big kick-off in Scotland was last weekend. Quick mention to Celtic, going to win the league six in a row. Ali, your team shite. And their big rivals apparently Aberdeen. That they are indeed. Although well, Rangers have been doing quite well so far. Not drawing money to Hamilton Ackies in, in, in the opening game now, at home. I suppose they've been doing well in the League Cup and the. Yeah, they've been doing well in the Betfred Cup. In yeah. the Betfred Cup, yeah. Yeah, and they're uh, doing well in. Where Celtic have yet to make a splash. Nope, we played last night. Ah, uh, yeah, that's right, they did 5 0, was it? Uh, to be perfectly honest, I misunderstood my girlfriend's text and I thought she was coming home and she wasn't and I stayed up drinking beer and I have no idea what the score was. It was... I think it was 5 now. 4 now maybe, 4 or 5. Celtic 5, Motherwell nil. Sweet. So yeah, after the ICT lost to Partick at the weekend, lost to Aloha last night. They did indeed, Hibs crashed out 3-1 to Queen in the South as well. Wednesday lost in the League Cup to Cambridge on in extra time. Oh really? That's a shame. That's because Fletcher wasn't playing. It's because none of the first team were playing. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Ten changes from the weekend. But it was quite interesting is that in 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 England you had like Fletcher get that massive like split head. Uh, same thing happened in Scotland at the weekend as well. Mullable player, uh, twenty minutes into his debut, clash of heads, burst his eye wide open, uh, like seven stitches above his eye. Did he play on? Yeah, he's Scottish. Actually, Fletcher's Scottish as well. That doesn't really work, does it? Okay. Anyway, this podcast is beginning to trail off into 500 shades of cack. Shite. <laughs> yeah, so we should probably bring it back online. The only shade that's important this week is gold, right? For the Korean. Yes, indeed. Any, can you think of any music that we could. Spandau Ballet Gold? Spandau Ballet Gold, we could do that. Or something by your Uncle Henry going for gold. Thing is, like you have to admit, there was never a program that was better than Going for Gold. There was never a quiz so host better than Henry Kelly. I think it was amazing to see various Europeans coming on and beating English people in quiz games in English. <laughs> <laughs> it was the weirdest quiz show ever, right? You'd have like, I know my name is Olaf. I come from Bavaria. And then like Olaf would like win the they would would like, like beat Sophie for Middlesex. <laughs> Do you know what I mean? Like, which is quite weird as well. Was that I guess the fact that they were European and didn't speak English didn't matter because neither did Henry Kelly. Technically, is he the black sheep of your family? Um, <laughs> is that Lorraine? <laughs> That's Lorraine. Um, but yeah, I mean, like, Henry would come on and speak with this really thick Irish accent, and like, you know, Hans from Bavaria would understand him, and Sophie from Middlesex would be like, "Oh, can you repeat that, please?" It was a brummy program, absolute and utter tat. On at like, on at like, eleven o'clock every day of the week. So we're gonna go. We're going for gold this week. 
and will keep Spande Valley in reserve for when they actually win the gold? We all indeed, yes. Okay. And when they get silver, we'll play something different, and when they get bronze, we'll play... You're shite and you know you are. <laughs> Take it away, maestro. Indeed.